Welcome to the Swim Swam podcast. I'm today's host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me, the head coach of Loyola, of Loyola High School in Southern California, Kevin Mann. Kevin, how's it going? Good. Nice to meet you. It's uh, it's uh, I spent a lot of time listening to your podcast. It's nice to be uh, chatting with you. I'm excited to get your perspective on a myriad of topics. Uh, first and foremost, you've got the CIF championships coming up. You guys are the defending champions. You are seated to win the meet again. Uh, you're captained by Rex Maurer, who we just chatted with last night. You know, he broke a national high school record at the CIF SS meet uh, just last week. Um, he's, he's, he was coming off the flu. <laughs> I love how everyone's calling it uh, his flu game now, like <laughs> comparing him to to MJ, but, um, heading into this meet, like, first of all, just, you know, how, how, how do you stay level-headed as a coach, um, heading into, you know, the, the, the pinnacle of your season? Um, I mean, we've got a great coaching staff. Um, so it's definitely not just, you know, myself, I think, you know, I've been with Loyola for 23 years now, so we've created a pretty good culture over there. Um, and I think a lot of it is just, we, we had steps for the season. Like we had a regular season goal. We had a, a league goal. We had a regional goal and now we have a state goal. So it's kind of being very like, you know, methodical about, you know, checking those boxes and staying in the moment and not getting too far ahead of ourselves and, and definitely not looking backwards. So I think for us, it's just about, you know, uniting as a team and, and, and making sure we're as healthy as possible and, and, um, you know, having a strategy for our relays and and we've got a tough competitor. Santa Margarita is incredible. Um, and we're going to have another battle on our hands, just like we had at the, at the Southern sections. So it's just, just about keeping the kids positive and excited and, and remembering that this is fun. It's not just, it doesn't need to be all stress. You know, they put enough pressure on themselves. So we just try to keep it, you know, we try to keep it fluid and, and a lot of communication. I didn't realize this until Rex told me, uh, but but you guys were edged out by Santa Margarita at the Southern Section meet by three points. What what is your reaction to that as a coach? I mean, it's tough, right? Like four hundred and five to four hundred and two. I mean, it's like both teams could look at the whole meet and find a moment that would have flipped it. Um, you know, the two hundred medley relay, they touched us out. That's a twelve point swing. I mean, there, there we are, right? So it's like you get they. they it, CIF was a little weird. They did top eighteen, so it's nine to finals, nine to consoles. So first place is forty four, second place is thirty eight. There, there, there we go, right? Um, but it, it, the kids fought so hard, and Santa Margarita is loaded and stacked with great swimmers, and those kids come to compete every year. They're talented. They're 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 seasoned. So. You know, we, we kind of looked at it like it's like a 10 round fight, you know, and 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 each event, there's 11 events, I guess, so an 11 round fight. And we battled and so did they. And they they eked us out at the end by three points. So, so I mean, I guess that's motivation enough heading into this. Yeah, um, sure. But how do you how do you rally your guys, you know, and make sure that they're not they don't go down from that or get discouraged from that, but rather keep keep their eye on the prize and say, Hey, you know, now we should have motivation heading into this final meet of the season. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I, I I told the kids on Friday night like how proud we were of them as a coaching staff. I mean, the last events, the 400 free relay, and you know they knew at that point it probably wasn't going to happen. We needed Santa Margarita to get fourth, and we had to win. And I didn't see a situation where they weren't getting second or third. Um, they definitely weren't going to get fourth. So, but our guys showed up. They won a 2:57, which is a wildly fast time for high school. Um, and broke a state record and broke the sectional record and, and like, you know, carried that torch to the end, regardless, you know, like um, of knowing that they were probably going to get second. So, you know, a lot of it is just, I let the guys live in it for 24 hours. And then we did a flush out swim on Saturday and then we had to refocus, you know, States is coming up and you always want to win the last meet of the year that tastes the best. Um, so we just refocused and, and um, you know, it's a very different meet up at States. It gets a lot faster. Um, so yeah, we're just going to go up and give it our best effort. But the, the guys are in a good mindset. They're ready to fight again for sure. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited now having talked to Rex and now you to just <laughs> to get to watch this meet and, and see yeah. how it all plays out. Um, so in turn, I mean, it, being a high school coach, as you said, you've been with Loyola for 23 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you manage you know, having an athlete like Rex, as well as having athletes on the team who are, you know, maybe just primarily high school swimmers or, or just not, not that level of athlete. Um, you know, high school is, that's kind of the point of high school swimming, right. Is to, uh, have a myriad of, of, sorry, have diversity and and the level of athletes you have and to coach everyone kind of equally. And, have all of them have this experience of being on a team um, and getting able to race with their teammates for their school. Um, as a coach, how do you approach that? Uh, you just try to treat everybody the same, the best you can. I mean, obviously you get a, a kid like Rex and and there's different goals. You know, I mean, we have kids, their goal is to break 50 in the hundred free this year. And we've got Rex who wants to break a national record. And I think the, special sauce we have at Loyola, which is driven by the whole coaching staff is like, everyone knows what everyone's goals are, whether you're the freshman that just made the team or you're Rex, everyone rallies. I mean, we had kids at leagues who, you know, broke 150 for the first time in the 200 free and the team went crazy. Um, You know, so it's, it's, it's about like us as a team, not an individual. That's a big part of who we are at Loyola is, you know, we look at, we lost by three points right? Like it's not about Rex can't win the state championship for us. He can do some damage. He can put a lot of points on the board, but that most of these meets, especially in a battle, they're one in the consolation heat, you know, they're not one in that final heat. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's about team and it's always about team at Loyola. It's a big, big part of who we are. So uh, can you, can you tell me a little bit about your coaching staff and just what, what energizes you about, uh, the other coaches that you get to get to work around on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, Chris Gibson is, is honestly like we're, we're co-head coaches. I mean, he's been with the program now since 2007. Um, I mean, he's a brilliant, brilliant coach. I mean, he swam at Cal. We both grew up swimming for Curl Burke, which now is NCAP. Um, you know, we were lucky to swim under a lot of great coaches and, you know, I swam at Syracuse and he swam at Cal and, you know, Kyle Atazu is another coach we have. He swam for us at Loyola. He swam at Hopkins. Um, you know, James Banks is our JV coach. He swam for me too. He's, he swam at SC. 
Um, you know, we've got a pretty cool uh, June Sung swam for us and he swam for Brown. So our whole, a lot of our coaching staff is former swimmers. So the culture is really strong. Um, and most of our coaches have been with us for a while. Um, so I get excited just because they're excited too. And, and, you know, high school, you have a big, big crossover with a lot of club teams. So we have to be really flexible with, you know, um, their schedules and obviously with a kid like Rex and, and Max Cahill is another one of our swimmers who's going to Indiana. Um, Zach Larrick's going to UVA. I mean, these kids are real deal fast swimmers. So we're really, we try to be really like collaborative with the club teams and make sure that, you know, if they, if they've got a practice, they want us to run, we'll run it. There's not an ego about it. Um, and it's like, how do we get these kids prepared the best way, but also run a team. Like I can't just have kids show up as mercenaries to high school meets and not ever train with us there's no you know there's no team there so we we have mandatory workouts each week that every kid has to come to um and then we have you know a collaboration with places like rose bowl a lot of our kids swim for andrew over there um and he and i have a great relationship and communicate a lot so um you know i'm a swimming nerd i love the sport um so i'm always up for learning and all, our whole coaching staff is the same way I love hearing that just because I do feel like there's such a myriad of <laughs> relationships that yeah. go on between club coaches and high school coaches across, yeah. across the country. And obviously every state high school situation is different. Um, so yeah, getting to hear Rex and you both talk about, Oh yeah. Like I come to two or three practices a week with the high school team. I practice with my club team, my club coach and my, high school coach talk a lot. It's like, that was not my experience in high school swimming. And so it's great to see that kind of collaboration and that kind of putting, I mean, I'm just going to be a little blunt, putting the egos aside to, to do what's best for the athletes. Right. Um, it's, it's cool to see coaches doing that. So, and in terms of your coaching staff, I, you know, I don't, I'm from Missouri where High school swimming, I think, is just a little smaller, but it's it was still a big deal for for us. You have you have, you seem to have a lot of coaches. Is that normal for like a California no, high school team? No, no, no. We like I think other teams probably make fun of us at big meets because there's like I think there's six of us on the varsity staff, and that's a big like shout out to Loyola for you know I'm not a teacher at the school, so you know they've been very supportive of of me putting together a staff that that helps cover every workout and make sure we're always, you know, there for the kids. Cause we have a lot of kids who swim with us full time during the high school season. And then we've got kids who we, we share with the, with the club teams. Um, but no, having, having six coaches on a high school, high school swim team is not normal. Um, but loyal is really supportive and, you know, I think they've seen the commitment we've made to them and they've made the commitment back to us. Yeah. Which is which is just great to hear. I mean, that's awesome. How how big is the high school team in total? We had about twenty five kids this year on varsity, and then there's about I want to say forty on JV. So from a swimming perspective, like you know, sixty five kids on on both both teams is is pretty big. Um, it's become a popular sport at the school. So um, you know, it's it's uh, we've yeah we've got a pretty big high school team compared to the average high school. No kidding. What uh, what kind of pool are you guys working with? Uh, we got a nine lane, um, twenty five yard pool from the early eighties. Uh, you know, we've got our we've got our one meter and three meter springboard. Um, it's uh, it's old school. You know, we've we try to dress it up the best we can with new blocks and 
the school put in a really great timing system. So it's, uh, it's nice. It's outdoors. It's Southern California. Like you can't, you can't, I mean, I grew up in DC swimming indoor my whole life. So having an outdoor facility is, is, uh, it's still not lost on me. I, <laughs> I forget you, you said, you know, nine lane, 25 yard. And I was like, that's pretty nice. And you're like built in the eighties. And I was like, oh man, that place must be a dungeon. And then it's like, oh wait, it's in Southern California. <laughs> yeah. So it's like out swimming outdoors. I don't, I don't, there are fewer things better in life to me than, than swimming yeah. outside. We're, 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 I mean, we, and it's our own pool and like, you know, we share it with polo. Um, that's a fall sport out here in California. So, um, no, it's, it's a great, for, for what we need, it's a great facility. Like, you know, if anyone in Loyola is listening, yeah, let's get some, let's get another pool in there, but, um, it's, it's a great facility. That's great. That's great to hear. So, uh, you coach for high school season. You've been doing this for over two decades do you coach outside of high school? No, not at all. It just, just, I'm just a high school. I moonlight as a high school coach from, you know, February to May every year. So it's uh, yeah, no, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I'll find, I mean, I go to some of the kids club meets and stuff and, you know, I definitely interact with all the boys in the off season and, and help with college stuff where I can and, and, you know, guide them the best we can. Um, but no, just, just high school. And I mean, I, I don't know. It might be obvious. Maybe it's not, but just what, what keeps you coming back? I mean, you've been doing this for a long time and obviously you have deep swimming roots. And I mean, it sounds like a fun, a very fun atmosphere to be a part of. And like you said, you've gotten to build the culture up, but you know, can you summarize what, what keeps you coming back and why do you keep doing this? Um, even though you have a pretty big career, which we're going to talk to and just talk about in just a minute. Um, I, honestly, I think it's just working with the kids. I think it's, I'm, I love swimming. Like half of it is I'm just a swimming nerd. I would be watching swim meets and all that stuff, regardless if I was coaching. Um, you know, I'm in a really like funny text chat with a bunch of guys I grew up swimming with in DC and we are, it, the whole text chat is about swimming. I mean, it's nonstop. Um, you get a lot of love in there. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's just, I think part of it, ha- yeah, no, we, 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 we share your podcast all the time. Um, but I think a lot of it is just, you know, working with the kids. It's also a good break from my day job. You know, it's a really nice separation um, and having an impact, even if it's a small impact on these kids, it's, it's, it's very valuable and very, you know, uh, rewarding. And it doesn't hurt that it doesn't hurt that we're pretty fast too. It makes it, it makes it fun. <laughs> yeah, that never hurts. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, fingers crossed. Uh, good luck to you at the, the CIF champs coming up this weekend. Um, we'll have plenty of coverage uh, on it on Swim Swam if, if you want to check it out. I'm excited to see the results. Um, so, yeah, you you moonlight as a high school swim coach. Your day job, you're, you're a co-founder of Haven Entertainment in L.A., you know, where, where you've been for a long time now. Um, can you tell me just a little bit about projects you've you've got coming up that are exciting to you? Um, we were just talking about this off camera, but y- you've got some cool ones in the works, and you've also got one that is pretty directly related to swimming and athletics. Yeah, we just finished a movie with um, uh, Hallie Meyer Shire directed it. It's with Michael Keaton and Mila Kunis. We just literally finished shooting yesterday. Um, so good timing to to refocus on states this weekend. Um, I'm doing a documentary series uh, kind of on the history of death row records and kind of a look into Snoop, uh, Snoop Dogg's life. Um, that's like a four episode um, 
uh, like doc series um, that we're shooting now. Uh, and then going to work on um, a mental health and sports documentary um, with uh, one of my partners, Jake Pashinsky um, and uh, Mark Ankner. We're going to, we're going to try to dive into the state of uh, mental health and sports and how, how we got here and how do we, how do we help um, young athletes really um, prepare themselves for the rigors of success and, and, and the up and down roller coaster that is sports and, and media coverage and, and all that stuff. I mean, you know, obviously we see it with, um, you know, tennis and swimming and a lot of, a lot of people need to take mental health breaks now. And so what, what can we do as a community to, to support these young athletes? I mean, being in the unique position that you are, of as you said earlier being a member of the media as well as a swim coach you know a, a member of the athletic community are there specific things you're targeting or just you think need to be highlighted in this film of this is how we as a community support our athletes um i mean a lot of it's going to come out of the research we're, we're just starting but i think like a big a big line for us in this documentary is like how did we get here in 2023 where every day you're reading an article about an athlete taking a mental health break and you know what what got us here and then also how do we move forward and 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 support these athletes in the best possible way and i think some of it is frankly media coverage some of it's social media some of it is um you know, just the, the rigors and stress of, of all the attention now that gets put on these young kids, especially if you're a superstar when you're a teenager. Um, where does that go? You know, how do we how do we help these kids understand that, like, success isn't just winning a gold medal? It's not just making the NBA. It's not just making, you know, the PGA Tour, um, you know, and how do we help these kids, you know, grow into young adults and and support them in the way that they deserve? Yeah. I'm I, I'm excited about this already, and obviously it's just kind of in the works. Um, this will be your directorial debut, I believe. Uh, what I mean, what I, I, again? This might be obvious, but what inspired you to not only step out of your normal producer role uh, into the director role for this one, but you know what what made specifically this one the one that you wanted to say? Okay, I, I, I'd like to take the reins. I think it's coach. I think it's my career as a high school coach and, and, you know, being lucky to coach some very elite athletes um, throughout my career um, and seeing what they went through. And, 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 you know, most of your job as a coach, obviously you got to be a good coach and understand your sport, but a lot of it is also mentoring these kids. And I think we do a great job at Loyola of mentoring the kids, the whole student athlete. Um, and, you know, we're always trying to learn and be better at that. But I think my experience as a coach is really what kind of, you know, is why I want to direct it. Um, I'm not, I don't, I don't know that I'll direct anything else after this. Like I like producing a lot, um, but this is one I have a lot of personal experience with. And, and I just think it's a really important subject right now. Um, you know, obviously we saw it with like, you know, Caleb Dressel taking a break and, you know, Kevin Love is real vocal and, you know, Michael Phelps has been extremely vocal and Naomi Osaka. And it's just, it's every golfer has a mental health coach now, all of them, um, you know, and every NBA team has a, a mental health, uh, you know, uh, expert on their staff. And, you know, that's all new. So I want to like try to put something out there where like this also is important to high school kids and, and college kids. And it's not just, 
the big revenue building sports, you know, like every sport has its ups and downs and, and, you know, they're, these are people like these athletes are humans and they're going through the same stuff that we all go through. And uh, yeah, I want to, I want to hear the athlete stories. I want to sit down with these people and, and hear where they're coming from and, and give them a platform to talk about, you know, their, their position and their struggle and their successes. So, so you started as an athlete, you know, you were a swimmer um, through college. How did you end up in LA and, and on this path of, of producer and storyteller? Was that something that you always had in mind or, or did you more fall into that coming off of being an athlete and being a swimmer? So, totally by accident to the entertainment business. I came out here um, just to kind of, you know, probably be in warmer weather and like learn how to surf and, you know, just, you know, try the Southern California lifestyle out and just fell into it. Got lucky with some opportunities when I was, uh, you know, just out of college to be a PA and you know, I worked with Jimmy Kimmel and, and, you know, pre his, his show. And, you know, he's got an incredible staff of people that were very genuine and helped me learn. And, and I just kind of navigated my way through it from there. But, you know, growing up in DC, like I had no clue what the entertainment business was. And, you know, that's a political town, not a, not entertainment. How do you balance being a high school swim coach during during the season when you are, you know, when you do have this full-time job as a producer, which, you know, can, I'm guessing can be pretty demanding hours and pretty long and uh, inconsistent hours. Yeah. Sometimes pretty poorly. Um, I, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it, Again, lucky to have the coaching staff we do at Loyola where we can, you know, kind of attack workouts individually. Uh, but yeah, making a movie this last two months while coaching high school swim season. I think most everyone who worked on the movie and most everyone who worked at Loyola is like, how, what are you, what are you doing? How are you doing this? Um, you were where at five o'clock this morning before we shot all day. Um, <laughs> you know, even on Friday night, right after sectionals, I had to drive back to set and we shot till four in the morning. So, you know, I was at the meet from two to nine, like Rex was saying in his podcast. And then, um, I went to set till, you know, three in the morning that night. Holy moly. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, a lot, lot of back and forth, but you know, it's, it's, I love it. It's something I really love to do. And I think in January, when I saw the schedule coming, I was like, this is going to be ridiculous, but just, you know, get to May 12th was my whole kind of game plan. And we're close. We're close. <laughs> Very close. Yeah. Wow. Did, do you feel like they complement one another in any ways that, that stick out to you? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Being a coach and being a producer are not really too far off each other. I mean, you, as a producer, you have to kind of, you know, help manage the set and make sure all the heads of departments are, are communicating well and, you know, dealing with the, the talent and the director. And so it's, it's a lot like coaching. It's a lot of personalities. It's a lot of, you know, collaboration, um, you know, ego, you got it all right. It's, 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 so it's, it's, it's being that kind of go between, you know, as a producer, you kind of have to know 10% of everybody's job. Right. And then really trust that the people you hire are going to crush it. And they do. I mean, it's, there's so many talented people here in LA working in the entertainment business. And, and a lot of my job is just to, to guide and to be, you know, to, to help everyone do the best job they can. So it's a lot of crossover. I've learned a lot. Coaching has made me a much better producer. There's no question about it. I mean, I got, a, I got a long way to go, but coaching has definitely helped. Yeah. 
I mean, that that's always cool to hear. And I feel like I, in my own experience coaching, I feel like you can carry most anything into coaching and kind of apply it and use it and then vice versa. Um, just because it is, you know, you're just, you're, you're teaching people what you know, um, yeah. and you're trying to do it in a way that's genuine to yourself. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you learn a lot from the kids. I mean, I learned so much from the kids, like how to listen better and how to coach different personalities and, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it makes you a better coaching is, is a, is a good life skill to, to go. It goes both ways. I mean, the kids coach us too. You know, they're, they, we, we, we have to listen to them and be on the same page. Could not agree more. Um, I, I am curious, and this is like purely for my own self-indulgence. So and I know you're, you're, you're working with high school athletes and then, you know, adults in the industry, but do you see similarities between swimmers and actors um, as species? <laughs> Cause from my perspective, like they're both like, you know, these creatures of habit and total weirdos that are like trying to perfect their craft, yeah. but you know, you working with them have probably a better perspective than me. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, actors are, are meticulous in preparation. You, you know, you can't show up and not know your lines um, you know, you can't show up to practice and, and, and hide in the, in, in lane nine, you know, you have to perform. And, um, I think there's also a similarity between, you know, when the director calls action and when a swimmer has got to get up on the block and perform, right? Like you, you, you prepare, you prepare, you prepare, you rehearse, you do everything. And then boom, there's this moment where you got to make it happen. And I think that sort of performance is very similar. Like, you know, how many sports are like swimming where you train nine months for, you know, potentially what a 17, 18 second race. If you're Jordan Crooks, like it's, you, you miss that start, turn or finish. So it's same thing with acting. You got one take left, the day's over, the sun's going down and it's like, Coleman, you got to deliver this line. Like you got to deliver the line, you know, and there's 80 people. It's not like watching TV at home. There's 80 people just staring at you and the director says action and it's a comedy scene or if it's an emotional scene, like it's tough. It's tough. So I, I see a similarity in the execution of the talent um, personality wise. I mean, yeah, the, you know, there's we're swimmers. We're all weird, right? Like we, we, we choose this sport to put our face down and stare at a black line for two hours, twice a day. Um, actors are, you know, constantly told no. 99% of an actor's life is being told no. Um, you know, swimmers, it's like, Hey, I just trained nine months and I dropped a 10th. Like it's, it's a, you know, we're masochists, right? Like, um, but yeah, I've never thought about that, but yeah, the performance part for sure. The pressure of the performance definitely is similar. That's, that's cool to hear. Um, thank you. Thank you for that perspective. Again, that was just like something that I'm, you know, over here geek, geeking out about, but <clears throat> Kevin, Thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and chat. Uh, this has been awesome. It's been great getting your perspective, a very unique perspective on, on swimming and, yeah. and more. Um, any parting thoughts? Anything we missed before we sign off today? 
No, just uh, it's fun to it's fun to have high school swimming highlighted. You know, we we get a little bit of a you know we're like second class citizens to club swimming a lot. Um, you know, and you you see so many of the kids perform at these state meets. You know, it's like most of these kids' fastest times come out of junior nationals in December and and their state meets. So it's it's nice to nice for high school to get a little love and and, and you guys are incredible with how you cover swimming. It's it's. I, I truly like, and I'm not saying this because we're just talking. I think you guys have really changed the way swimming is covered, and, and it needed it badly. So, you know, a lot of a lot of kudos to you guys. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.